Welcome to the Red Dove. I'm Liz. I'm Rainy. And this week, this is one of our joyful weeks. Um, Self-care can be revolutionary and taking care of yourself. And it also goes towards mental health and longevity. This, this work is not easy. So remember to take care of yourselves. Usually, sometimes, I know for me, we tend to put ourselves last and others ahead of us. So joy, uh, finding joy, being joyful, and especially the more marginalized you are, it's more of an act of revolution too. So thanks for joining us. And Rainy, I know that, that we were talking beforehand about something, a few things that brought you joy. So w- would you mind start us off? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I had a lot of um, medical issues, not with me, but with my family in the last two weeks, you know, a lot of family members hospitalized. And it was the last week of school before um, spring break. And I was also the maid of honor in a wedding. So like, I was under like a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. Just Um, a little. Yeah, just a little bit, right? Like, (laughs) like (laughs) I just, I remember, I mean, like I'm still dealing with the repercussions of letting my house totally go. And Mm. that's causing me a lot of anxiety because like I look in my bedroom floor and I can't see it. And I know that sounds terrible, but like, I just, it has not been a priority. And so now I'm like, I really need to take the time to do this, but it's also sometimes overwhelming, you know? Yes. But I kind of let it go. And that's kind of what brought me a little bit of joy this week was celebrating my small wins. So we had a project week with our students or middle schoolers and uh, me and another teacher actually were in charge of setting up this school-wide project virtually online where, you know, we kind of didn't do as much academic work, but we really did more social emotional work with our students. So we ended up kind of really leaning into this idea of small wins, right? Because during this pandemic, it's really easy to become so jaded, right? And become like, I'm not moving anywhere, right? We've all kind of been at a standstill for an entire year. And Mm -hmm. now that we're coming to like a year, I'm seeing those issues with my students and even myself. I'm like, I haven't done anything different from a year ago. Like the only thing that is different now than I was a year, like a year ago is like, you know, I'm single now. Like, and that, like, that doesn't feel great. Like I, I feel like I'm worse off now than I was before we went into this. And you know, I feel like I have nothing to show for it. And that is just kind of weighing on me. And I know it's been weighing on our students. We're like, how do we talk to them about that? And we decided, we looked at, let's look at small wins. Let's look at the act of celebrating the little things in life, right? Because we always tell ourselves, even as adults that, you know, you have these milestones you have to get to, you know, you buy a house, you get married, you have kids, you get that promotion at the job, these big things but we don't really think about the little tiny things that get us to those places and, and celebrating those little things, celebrating turning 33, right? Celebrating, you know what? I, I slept in today and I needed it and I took care of myself. So that's what we did. What we did is we actually invited a lot. We invited 13 people from our local communities based on different outcomes that we kind of like had. So we had like physical expression. We at our school, you know, kind of believe that our students should be well-rounded. So not only should they be academically minded, but they should physically express themselves and creatively express themselves and be active community members and be actively preparing for adult life. 
So those are kind of the five tenets of our school. So we brought in people in our local community that kind of hone in on that. So we brought in an illustrator who's worked with Marvel for creative expression. We brought in um, the director of the tennis um, teams for the local university. And they talked about, you know, their small wins. We brought in um, a social justice activist who is working on, you know, small political campaigns throughout this Southern California area. We brought in um, a local artist who made a beautiful mural of George Floyd uh, in San Bernardino um, that, you know, got a lot of traction. So we brought all of these different people in. We also brought in like a a professor from the university and, you know, somebody who, a, uh, somebody who works as a nurse practitioner for a Planned Parenthood out here as a community member. So all of these different types of people and we're like, how are you working through this pandemic? How has your role had to pivot and change? And how have you also made sure to stop and smell the roses and, and celebrate your small wins? And we thought it was really important for the students to understand that even we as adults have to celebrate the little things. And it was actually ended up being like this really powerful discussion. We had them in small groups talking and then we had a big panel discussion for an hour where these people were talking to our students about like, this is what I do, you know? My small win is, you know, I eat chocolate cake at night. That's like, (laughs) I just do that, right? And, you know, hearing other people makes you be like, I do have these small wins. And their goal for the day was um, after they heard these, they had to make, a sort of award for somebody in the outside community and an award for themselves. Wow. Can you explain that a little bit? What is that? What did that look like? So we, for the award for themselves, we're like, you don't have to share it with the whole class because that can be very personal, but you do have to share it with a teacher. So we know that you've done it, but however you want to reward yourself. So it doesn't have to be on paper. If you want to create a sculpture, you know, whatever creatively you want to do to kind of reward yourself, but you have to also write a paragraph about why you deserve it. And you do deserve an award for a small win. So think of what your small wins are. Wow. One of my students, he cooked himself a really delicious breakfast. And he was like, I learned how to make pancakes during the pandemic. And wow. (laughs) And he made, and he took a picture of him making pancakes and he was like, this is my small win. I know how to make pancakes now. And he, and at first he was like, is that, is that too small of a win? I was like, absolutely not. That brought you joy. That brings you joy that you can get in that kitchen and whip up pancakes and you take that picture and that's your award for yourself. You did great. You know, we had students who I'm like, I learned how to, you know, do this certain type of kick in soccer or, you know, I learned how to, uh, I, I made my bed today, you know, and sometimes that is sometimes, and that is okay. Yeah. Make getting up and making your bed is a small win and to act like it's not, I think that we kind of, we, we do ourselves a disservice by not celebrating that and not honing in on that, especially when we need that, you know? So that was really awesome. It was, it was beautiful enjoying that. And then enjoying watching them celebrate other people's small wins. That was also really awesome because you realize that it, it does a lot for you to celebrate somebody else as well. You know, so one of my students, she celebrated a good friend of hers had saved up all summer to buy these really expensive pairs of shoes and he did it and she made him an award for it, you know? do this. Like, here you go. Like you did great. Good job. And watching how excited they were 
to think of the little things that the people around them have done. Like it, it was really kind of powerful. And it was good as an adult to stop and take that time. And I'll, I'll tell you, they, and I think they really took it to heart. And I'll tell you one of the reasons or one of the things that they did for me, I, um, the day that we had all these presenters, all this is on Zoom, obviously, because we're still distance learning. Right. And so I was kind of in charge of all of the Zoom links. And so we had like all together, like 150 people on Zooms in like five different rooms that I had to coordinate. I found out at Jesus. the last minute, I found out at the last minute that I can only run three Zoom meetings on my account at a time. So everything started crashing and people couldn't get in to have these discussions. And we'd invited all of these people from all over our area. And so I'm like, <sighs> what do I do? So I... <laughs> And, uh, you know, I had to like start and, you know, you have these long links and you're copying and pasting, like you need to go here and you need to go here. And, yeah. uh, you know, and people are sending me like, we can't get in. And I was, you know, again, with everything else that was going on, I like, I crumbled a little bit, like, and I didn't realize I was still on camera. How ironic, like during the <laughs> slow down and stop the roses. Right. And I'm just like, I can't do this. Um, <laughs> but I. I started crying a little bit. I teared up because I was so oh. stressed. And I was like, okay, how do I, okay, all right. And um, I and I got it together and, you know, things were, and I, you know, everybody was really cool about it. Everyone's like, hey, like Zoom sucks. <laughs> like We've been on this for a year. It wouldn't be Zoom if something didn't happen. But um, one of the beautiful things was that came out of this, which I'd like to read you a little bit is my students actually ended up writing me an email. They had noticed that I was kind of like losing it a little bit. Right? Like <laughs> they kind of saw my, you know, you can't see my face, you know, audience, but I have a very expressive face as Liz can tell you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was just like, you could just tell that I was just not doing great. So I, um, one of my students sent me this email and I just want to read a little bit of it to you. She wrote, Dear Rainey, throughout this year, never once have I doubted you. You were like the awesomest person ever. Which I was like, oh, awesomest is not a word, but <laughs> let it go, let it yeah. go. <laughs> and she said, and it seems like you always put us before yourself, which means so much. I always remember our small conversations and weird situations from social justice to cookies to pickles. Um, and remember the little kinks and problems and technical difficulties are just small dots on a big grid. So when I noticed you were having a tough morning, I thought I'd reach out and say, I and so many others appreciate you. And then I reached out to a couple of friends and this is what they had to say. And so she sent an email out to a bunch of students and she got them to respond back about like just the little things that I take for granted all the time, you know, like wow. staying after class with students and having conversations or, you know, telling them funny Friday stories or on Monday, I have Harry Potter Monday reads where I read with terrible accents, by the way, <laughs> from the book. And, you know, like, it's just things that I'm just like, I just enjoy doing, but to have my students point those small wins out to me when I couldn't see them myself was super powerful, you know, and you're just like, you know, and this isn't, I'm not here to like sing my praises, you know, so like, that's not what I'm trying to, but it's really more like, but how did it make you feel? it made me feel amazing. Like it, it turned my whole day around because I thought I was failing. I really did. And I was embarrassed. I was, I'm very hard on myself because I'm a perfectionist and I didn't want to let down all of my students. 
You know, I didn't want to let everybody down my whole school and it just wasn't working. And I was tired and I was like, I can't do this. And for my students to see that and to be able to remind me of this thing that I had just told them about mm-hmm. celebrating the little small wins and taking a breath and like, it's okay. I, I needed that because I was talking the talk, but I wasn't walking the walk at the time. And, and they pointed that out to me, not in a main way at all, but <laughs> it was something that I needed. I needed right. desperately to just have someone tell me you're doing a great job, you know? Wow. And I didn't realize how much I needed that until I needed it. And they did that. And it was very powerful for me. It was small. It was a small thing. It was just an email with just a couple names. Like, you know, there was like nine or 10 students who wrote little things about it, but it meant everything to me. It changed everything that week. I mean, all of the work with, you know, freaking out about all of my family members that were, you know, sick and in the hospital and, you know, the wedding I was in and upcoming and, you know, the stress of being online and the stress of teaching online with two kids at home and all of that was getting to me. And just that small little email just changed everything that day for me. I was able to go into my spring break and feel like I had accomplished something, even though it was very small. And, I focused in on that. And that was huge for me celebrating that small win. Like my students enjoyed this project week that I've done and my students think that I'm doing a good job. It made me feel very proud of myself. And sometimes I forget to do that. I forget to be proud of myself, you know, and Mm -hmm. you forget that, you know, I think that we focused so much, especially during this pandemic on all of the bad things that are going on and how difficult things are. So it was, it was a really moving thing for me. That's what those small things are meant to do. And I'm glad you got to experience it in a rather ironic way. Like, (laughs) and we always feel like we're like the gurus because for so much of our lives, we're expected or people are counting on us. I'm so glad that they, that they saw this and that tells you what kind of a great teacher you are because that was the fucking lesson and they just proved to you that they get it that's amazing it teaches me and i hope it teaches the audiences that these kind simple acts though or telling people that are community leaders or someone that does things for you in in your life how important a simple thank you or i see you or a great job, what a, what a tremendous impact that can have. Nobody knows what anyone else is going through. And P.S., you know, no one could have ran that thing, Rainy, but you. Like, <laughs> that, I would have been terrified <laughs> of juggling the techno. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it was great. My, my, my co-teacher who was in there, she was really great at fielding stuff because she was in the classroom that I was supposed to be in. So I could handle all the stuff behind the scenes. And it was great to be able to kind of hand something off to somebody else and be like, can you do this? So I can do all of that. So, you know, working with a great team also helped, but yeah, I mean, like I, I'm not a tech, I'm not tech savvy at all. Like not at all. (laughs) So, but yeah, thank you. And yeah, it was, it was, it was really awesome. So that was one of the things that just, you know, that, that brought me joy this week. So is this something that you re- recommend people doing like once a day, once a week to be reflection, uh, reflective? 
and and give themselves an award? I do. I absolutely do. I, Why? Because we don't do it. Or I, I think that we live in a society that really is more focused on these big things. And especially again, during this pandemic, it's been really hard to accomplish big things, you know, and we need it. We need recognition. We are social creatures and we just need to we need to know that we're doing okay. And not everything has to be like this huge thing. In fact, most things aren't. There's um, a quote that I had um, given my students that I wanted to read. Um, yes. It's by Howard Zinn. Um, so, you know, he's, um, he, we use his books for the social studies classes at my school. So I'm not exactly sure what his title is. I think he's an historian. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but Howard Zinn. Um, Social studies guru. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But he said, we don't have to engage in grand heroic actions to participate in the process of change. Small acts when multiplied by millions of people can transform the world. And and that's, that's the key. It's not these big grand things. It's showing up every day. It's making your bed and feeling good about that and then changing, you know, and then feeling good and having that attitude the rest of the day. You know, mm-hmm. it is, it is um, getting up and finishing your paper that you didn't feel like doing. It is mm-hmm. cleaning up your room. It's, you know, figure out how your coffee maker works or doing something small and kind for someone else. And I really decided that I want to lean in on that. So like, Today, I took my kids to breakfast. It was, you know, it was fun and they enjoyed it, you know, and we went somewhere that we don't usually go. We went to Cracker Barrel and the waitress was just really nice. Like she was really on point and, you know, the kids kept thanking her and she's just like, you're so, you have such well-behaved and polite children. It feels so good to just have kids like that around, you know, and that felt like a small win to me. Like, hey, my kids aren't assholes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like. Yeah, small win. And so my daughter leans over to me and she was like, can we talk to the manager about her? Because she was great. I thought she was going to be like a Karen. For a I, I was like, like nervous. Anything. I was like, what? <laughs> no, my daughter wanted to tell the manager that this waitress was really nice and kind. And she made our, our whole breakfast just awesome. She was attentive. She, you know, got us little extra things, like just that tiny little small things that she did for us it made my kids morning. So when we went to pay, we were like, can we speak to the manager? And I was like, and the lady's like, okay. And I was like, wait, wait, I just, I wanted to let you know, it's not one of those. (laughs) I just, I am not about to care in anybody right now. (laughs) And so the manager came, came and my son was like, our waitress, you know, he, he told him the waitress, waitress's name. He was like, she was so nice. This is the best restaurant ever. Oh, and the manager was like, oh my gosh, thank you. And my daughter was like, she was just so nice. And we just really, we really had a good time. And we just wanted her to know that. And then wow. my daughter was like, you should give her a raise. I was like, well, Phoenix. <laughs> move it along, move it along. Right? But like, you know. But also, she, yeah, you probably don't pay her shit. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> probably not. But it was really cool teaching my kids those. Because their kids are fantastic at that. Kids Our kids have always naturally leaned into that. I don't know if it's just the personality or, or what, but your children have always um, shouted praise to others. Like, and it comes from a genuine place. It's like they see something and your children 
have a beautiful way of like connecting verbally with others. And we should all be more like that, honestly. But you know, there are other little things like paying for somebody's coffee behind you or something like, yes. it just it just makes somebody's day or like when my students did that, when I was having a breakdown, they had no idea all the other stuff that I was dealing with at that time. You know, all they thought was, wow, like, you know, Zoom is not working and she's losing her shit right now. But like, they didn't realize that everything else was compiling at that point. And Mm -hmm. I was under so much pressure. And I think that's the beautiful thing about giving other people awards and finding a way that is comfortable for you to give other people awards. You know, like if talking to people is not your thing, writing an email, like, hey, I just wanted to let you know, like, you're doing a really great job. Like, yeah. I, I admire you. I, it, try it yes. out because it feels so good when you see that smile on somebody else's face and you're just like, I just made somebody's day just by, and you know, something that doesn't take much from us, you know? It's the, it's like deplugging from the selfish side of you that is only fed by this like capitalist country we live in. And like deplugging from that and putting your energy into somebody else for a second. It's it's also good for yourself. And even if you made it, if it's the evening and that's when you count your blessings or give yourself an award, if you made it and you are alive, you're doing great. Sometimes that's all we have at the end of the day. And especially with covid I think now more than ever, people are understanding the significance and the blessing of not being ill. It's a good strategy, maybe daily, definitely weekly. Yeah. Check in with yourself. Uh, like sometimes, even if, if you need to start out, I do like positive, negative, but it's like force yourself to de-plug from the world for a moment and focus on you and what you did well. And acknowledge it because it's like, it's that kind of, it's de-stressful. Do you find it de-stressful when you engage in these exercises? I do. I do. Once I sit down and do it, you know, and I realize that this is a part of self-care. Yes. This is important. You know, me feeling good about myself and whatever way I can figure out for that day is important and making that a priority because I think as mothers, we don't do it often, you know, like I don't have time for that. I don't have time. Make five minutes. Cause you are important enough for that small kudos on your own back. You matter mm-hmm. every single mm-hmm. one of you listening to this right now, you matter enough to take five minutes to figure out what your small win of the day was. Well, thank you for sharing that. I hope everyone start doing that. What brought me joy? Well, I do not live in sunny California. Like you, Rainy, we have like seasons over here and we just, <laughs> We just got out of the winter. So I always feel joy when the sun, I feel the sun hitting me, especially like the first time out of like snow and winter time. Um, the time you can go outside and not have a coat on. So that's what brought me joy. It was just, ah, no coat. Like I see the sun. I feel the sun. And I know what that means. It means that like in my area, daffodils. So all like the whole neighborhood that had daffodils, all the daffodils are out now. And I'm just, I'm gearing up for like the sum, the, the heat. So the heat brings me joy. That's what brought me joy this week. But also it's like seeing, like it goes hand in hand with gardening, to be honest with you. So, right. um, and you know, you know that, but yeah, that, 
it's the hey it's like what you said it's the little things like that smile that I like the sun had the effect of like breathing better and calming down that was my little win and that's huge lean into it thank you lean into that big time and I love that do you know what you're going to plant (laughs) if if blue is here she would uh make fun of me but we are planting kale and (laughs) I like kale I, yeah, I use, I, I like kale. That's the thing is that we're also doing tomatoes. I live in New Jersey. So it's like the garden state and we're famous for our tomatoes. So we'll, we'll do some of the stuff like that. Um, I want to get off of buying so many, so much produce from grocery stores. Mm -hmm. And like, that's one of the beauties of vertical gardening. You can produce a large quantity on a very small impact on the land. It really doesn't take much. I don't think that people, especially in this country, should be hungry. And I want to um, be a part of the change in bringing food and people lacking food together. So that's what kind of the sun, that first, like, right, it's like we're getting out of the snow and it's the first 60s, 70s, whatever, like, for me, man, that brings me joy. I feel it. Love that. And I love even talking about like working on, you know, making things sustainable, talking and, and hopefully maybe even inspiring other people to be like, hey, like you said that. And I was like, political garden. Like I have a nice little porch. Maybe that's something that me and my kids can do. Like that sounds like really cool. Like I don't have a green thumb at all, but I'm pretty sure I could YouTube it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to you, maybe. And get some advice you could you everybody that's the beautiful thing of youtube it's like any anything that you might be interested in youtube google like you can get the answers um we will be having on uh my partner is going to come on and talk about vertical gardening in a future episode he is um he is a nonprofit that does that so he can and i asked him i said give me something where anybody can do it with their kids Cause there's all sorts of simple things, but yeah, vertical gardening is cool when you don't have, um, it's cool for anybody, but especially like feeding communities that are in an urban environment where the land isn't plentiful, vertical gardening, you got, you guessed it vertical. So it, you grow up, so you don't need that much space. It also produces hell of a lot of food. Wow. You can, you'll, you will yield so much. In fact, like when we do it, we can freeze are the yield that we don't use and then the rest of the year you're not buying from the groceries uh from, from the groceries <laughs> you're not buying from the grocery store right. so you're saving money i think we get like these heirloom seeds or whatever they're three dollars wow that's so it? it's not yeah that's it so it's not that much but if you're really into vertical gardening um there are grants and opportunities to bring it to a school in your neighborhood and start a program and um you have a garden at the school my school is on a farm hey oh my god i'd love to go to your school your school sounds amazing what's kind of some of the things you guys do with the farm we do a lot of produce and we sell them at our farmers market so it's cool because our students I mean, right now with the pandemic, it hasn't been as much, but we have had cohorts of students who've come in and worked on the land. But um, we sell, um, I believe, 
kale and spinach and lettuce. Um, we have like a bunch of stone fruit on our campus. So can you uh, explain what a stone fruit is? Oh yeah. A stone fruit is a fruit that has like a big pit in the middle. So like peaches, apricots, plums, things like that. So we make, oh, we have a ton of plums. So we actually, one of our classes, our students, we, the students decided that they wanted to take a preservation class. So mm -hmm. we made a preservation class and talked about how to preserve fruits and vegetables and stuff. So we learned about pickling and we learned about making jam and things like that. And we did it all with stuff on our campus. So it was cool because the last day of the class, we, um, we basically had a big smorgasbord and all the kids had, you know, made their own something preserved. And then we all got to taste test everything, which was fantastic. And now I know how to make pickles. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was very easy. I was like, you know, there are two types of pickles you can make. And I was like, this is fantastic. And they were delicious. Um, we do cucumbers. We have, I think we have tomatoes. Um, we have chicken. So we do eggs and the eggs are amazing. And, you know, they're different colors. So that's yeah. fun. And I mean, I, I should know better. I'm not the- Radishes? Yeah, I think we do do radishes. Yeah. Because with the pickling, I've had a, a pickled radish. How about carrots? They're also oh, yeah. good pickled. Oh yeah. yeah, we do have a lot of carrots and um, I'm trying to think. We also have, oh, we, oh, lemons. We have amazing lemons. Like I, I, I go to my classroom all the time and I'll walk outside or I'll ask my students. I'm like, Hey, does anybody want to take a walking around break? They're like I do. I was like, cool. Um, I need lemons. <laughs> go pick me lemons, please. <laughs> and we'll go and do it. And oranges and limes. We have a lot of citrus on our farm because you know mm. we're farm and, and grapefruit you know like I'll be like yeah I'm gonna so yeah we we have I, I want to say I think we have we have 10 acres nine and a half acres. yeah we're we're we have a good piece of land and it's great watching the students in the dirt and and working with the land the only thing that sucks is when they come back in for class in the afternoon right. in like that California heat in like May and they're teenagers. Like that's the thing that sucks when they, when they come back to the English smell. Class. Oh, and I'm like, you oh. smell like teenagers outside, <laughs> which is the worst. So like, I will be in my classroom and I like have like my candle going and other people walk in They're like, Oh my God. I'm like, I don't know. I haven't used the restroom in four hours because I know if I leave, I'm not going to be able to come back. <laughs> <laughs> it just, I just, <laughs> so I'm just, permeating in teenage stench. <laughs> mm, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Being a middle school <laughs> teacher is amazing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like our students actually work a lot, but you know, we have space for vertical gardens. Like that's something that, you know, our woodshop class would definitely be able to make stuff. And, Ooh, there you go. You know, make that. And then, you know, we have mentoring classes that, you know, we have certain areas of the farm that, you know, each teacher is kind of in charge of and, you know, works with. So that's a fantastic idea. I'm going to actually look at, thank you. That's a small oh. idea today. I didn't right. know I'm going to, I'm going to do some research and see if that's something that we can bring to our school. And I definitely want to bring it to my home. Yeah. And um, I think the biggest startup is like the PVC piping. Yeah. So, but um, well, there's, there's a lot, but yeah, stay tuned. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll get into the nitty gritties of it but California is great because they have there's a well there's a lot of grants also in New Jersey but every state has different opportunities um there's special funding in New Jersey for example um geared specifically to those types of businesses that want to do farming so if this is something that interests you go further 
I love that. And I think there's something very joyful about working with your hands. I mean, that's what we see, you know, with our students and them working with the land and working and growing something in that small win, that satisfaction of I, I tended this seed and now it's something that I can eat. I've, I've cooked with it. I made it this here, eat this thing that I, that I grew out of the ground, you know, like, yes, how, how, how satisfying and how victorious could that small win be over and over and over again? You know, when you're walking in the grocery store and you're like, I don't need anything from that area. I don't need any produce because I've done it all myself. That's amazing. That's what, that's what the sun always made. I think it's like the first, it's the beginning of the gardening season and all of that, but Thank you for sharing and thanks for taking your time to come on and talk to us. I appreciate it. No, I love it. You know how much I love being on this show. So (laughs) this is as much your show as mine. I'm grateful that you're interested. Love it. I do. (laughs) It's fantastic. We love you. And until next time.